Well, welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. Today is Teachable Tuesday, so let's get down to business. In the past weeks, we've had uh, the opportunity to discuss several different topics. If you've missed any of them, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to them. Um, Each one has a different subject that helps to add value to your business, um, depending on whatever it is specifically that we have focused on. And so just to give you an idea, we've gone over leadership, how we give leadership to our employees, um, how the more we give, the more we have. Uh, We spoke about relationship, which is a main part of this entire training. But we also talk about the pattern, your pattern for success or the pattern for success, which could apply to anybody. It just depends on how you choose to implement it. Um, Last week, we went over the law of influence and the difference between uh, to influence someone and to convince them. We don't want to do things um, out of force or uh, through argument, but we want to be able to influence them in a positive way. So those were all really, really great lessons. Go back and listen to them. But today we are going to tackle the main focus in our training, and that is our four, our 4D connections training. Um, this is where we talk about the different dimensions of your employees, even the dimensions of your management, um, your ownership, the, uh, the CEOs, um, those that are at the very top from the top all the way down to the bottom, because like I said, it is, it is a family and we focus on every single person within that business so that everything can work together in a relationship and connect in the way that it needs to connect. So let's get to these dimensions. Um, I'm excited to share more. So what is the relationship between dimensions and business? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I hope you asked. I hear you asking out there. And so I'm going to tell you three words that I would love to focus on throughout this training um, that goes along with our dimensions is, is time, intention, and season. And we're going to break these down a little more in the next section. So get ready for that. But first, we need to learn what the dimensions are. So when we look at the different definitions of um, 2D, 3D, and 4D, we're going to see a progression happening. But what is it that's so important in that progress stage? And that's what I want to be able to show you here today. Um, We may not see the connection of it with business, but um, when we get done here, I'm sure you'll you'll be able to understand um, how easy it is to identify where your people are and what you can do to help them progress through that dimension. So let's start with 2D. A two-dimension is simply a line that's going from point A to point B. That's it. It has no depth. It has nothing else. Um, Being a homeschool mom, you know, I have to go through algebra and geometry all over again with my girls. And so we've had to go over this quite a bit. But when you look at 2D, that's just exactly what it is. It's like looking at a table. You got that point A to point B, that flat surface. Um, you slide in from one side to the next. There is no depth. There's nothing else. It's just from here to there, period. Um, we're going to discuss a little more in the next points about the depth. And we're also going to list the different characteristics of the two-dimension individual related to the position that they hold in your company. So let's dive into that depth. Three-dimension is the same as two-dimension But now we're adding that new trait, which is depth. Um, Depth allows for the object to appear complete and well-rounded. I want you to hear that again. 
depth, that simple trait right there, it allows for the object to appear, very important word, to appear complete or well-rounded. Depth is also defined as the quality of being or the middle of a time, such as a season. And so when we think about that, um, that middle of a time, we think about seasons within our year, right? We have um, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. And so each season has its place. It's a time, but it's in the middle of something. And so we know what to expect. We're used to it um, based off of what we went through the previous season or the year before. We can identify um, possibly what's going to happen, and there may be a few changes here and there, but it's pretty much the same for the most part. Now, the depth of the dimension adds volume, but not necessarily value. What takes up the space of the object can fill it, right? But possibly not with what's needed or expected. Um, to give you an example, if I have a gas can, right, a huge container. We Here in Florida, we have to have these huge containers um, that hold gas because we may need it for our generator in case of a hurricane or power outage or such. And so if I have my huge gas cans and I have filled them up with water and I didn't utilize them, I filled that space, right, with the water and didn't utilize it for what it was really intended for, it's useless to me. I've filled it with something that I can't use to help power my home. Um, and so I want you to pay attention to that. The, the, the dimension, this dimension can add volume, but it may not necessarily have value. And so that's going to be really important as we start to discuss the different dimensions uh, in detail. Now, 4D or four dimension is a rare sighting. And the reason why I say that is because, ironically, it can be seen all around us, but because the relationship is misunderstood, we misinterpret it or we ignore it altogether. Let me, let me say that again. So, it's a rare sighting, but we can see it all around us. But because the relationship is misunderstood, we misinterpret it or we ignore it altogether. So that fourth dimension, we don't pay attention to it as much as we do the others, but if we did, we'd know exactly what it was. The fourth dimension is a combination of the former dimensions, but the key element added here is time. So you see at the beginning we had point A to point B, flat, nothing added, then we added depth, and now we're adding time. What's very interesting about this element is that the time no, no, it not only relates to the past, present, and the future, but it relates to the seasons. It's ever-changing like the seasons. And I mentioned just a minute ago, the seasons can come and go, but they have their specific time, and they always cycle back around. Um, also, the fourth dimension is something that is outside the range of an ordinary experience. So although the idea of the seasons is specific to its normal pattern, each season can carry different characteristics to it. 
Um, and these can be characteristics that may have not been in the same season before, meaning a year ago. So what happened in summer of the, or what is going to occur in summer of this year, um, may be a little different from what happened in the summer of last year. Uh, temperatures can rise a lot more. We could, um, <laughs> very rarely have a cooler summer. I wish because <laughs> it can get really hot. Um, but within those changing seasons, the seasons are ever changing. So as your seasons change, you're going to see changes from one season to the next, but the seasons themselves are ever changing. So this summer, I would hope to have cooler temperatures because last summer was very hot. Now, what is going to determine that? The other things that are happening within the other seasons. And so one thing always leads to the next. And we have an idea of what occurs, but it may be completely out of the ordinary, um, bringing us a whole new experience. So this is pretty much the concept of relationship. And in this 4D connection training, everything will center around relationship. Everything. And the reason why we do that is because relationship is what empowers the fourth dimension to manifest in its appointed time. That fourth dimension is very important. And there's actually a fifth dimension that I don't add into our training. Um, and I'll explain that towards the end. But the fourth dimension is, is what is really, we really want to see manifest in its appointed time, meaning those seasons the depth, it has everything, the value, um, everything that is needed to be successful and to feel like you are working with a purpose on purpose. So, wow, who knew running a business could be so complex, right? But it's really not. I'm going to be, I'm going to go on to teach you the secrets to forming lasting relationships with your team, no matter the dimension um, level or the season, whatever it is that they're in, whatever it is that they may be going through, um, in their personal life and their business life, the relationship is what pulls everything together. It's what creates that connection so that we can work with intention and we can be successful in what it is that we're trying to do while at the same time, truly enjoying and loving what we do. So I hope you're ready. Let's go ahead and dive into the simple characteristics of each dimension as it relates to your employees and your managers. And as I'm sharing these um, different characteristics in your mind, you can even think about the people that are working for you, what category they may fall in. Yes, this is to categorize. It's not in a negative way, but it's to help you to understand who it is that's on your team um, how they operate, how they work, because this is going to help you help them grow. This is going to help you to understand, um, if it's something that they really have a passion to do or not, is there something else that they should be doing within your company? Is there something else that maybe they should be doing outside of your company? You know, how can we help one another to work on purpose and with intention, as I just mentioned, I'm going to use a lot of these words over and over because when we finally begin to understand what they mean, um, and we can really focus on what they mean in regards to who it is that we're looking at. It gives us an opportunity to see the positive side 
of our employees and be able to say, wow, you know, I, I really want to step in and mentor that person, or I really want to take some extra time to help that person. Or maybe it would be a good sit down to, to chat with them and, and let them know, listen, I don't really see you growing in this area, but is there something I can do to help you to grow? Or is this really anything that you want to do? And then if we have the opportunities to make connections for them and helping them to find what it is that they have a passion for rather than just letting them go, um, we're able to do that and be a part of seeing growth even in a moment where maybe it didn't work out for you as the owner or the manager or the supervisor. It really creates a positive all the way around for everybody that's involved. There's no burned bridges and you're able to hold on to that relationship and that connection because something else may come up in the future. So let's talk about the two-dimensional employee or manager. Remember, this relates to your management and your supervisors. Um, This can go all the way up to the owner. And so just be honest when you're listening to these different things. Be honest with yourself. Be um, Think them through. Bring the defenses down and really start to um, analyze and say, you know what, maybe, maybe that is a little bit of me or, or maybe I do see some of that and so and so. And then we start to think of, of different ways that we can approach this. So your two-dimension employee or manager, um, like I said before, they go from point A to point B. This is a person who wakes up and says, I got to go to work. They get dressed, they get ready, they make it their barely on time, they walk in, they do their job, they clock out, they go home. Nothing else in between. It is straight from point A to point B. So it's very flat. There's no conversation. You hardly know anything about this person, maybe. Um, They're very routine. Don't bother me. Um, When it's my lunchtime, I go to the same spot. I don't go anywhere else. They may eat the same thing. It's very simple characteristics to recognize. They, they have a routine because they may not have a routine outside of the job. They may do things completely different. But as far as that position and that work that they have to get done, they have already established a routine because they don't want to be there in the first place for whatever reason it is. And so they may come in. They just need to earn a living. And they do what they have to do. They do what they need to do to avoid certain people. Um, They stay out of the way, they get their job done, and they're gone. Now, this can be someone who does an absolutely horrible job because they just don't care, or it can be someone who does a phenomenal job, but they don't want you to bother them because they really don't want to be there. And it's just that simple. It doesn't make them a bad person. It's just not their passion. Um, They have no depth. There's no purpose. So let me clarify this. The per- they have a purpose as an individual, but their purpose may not be with you, and they recognize that. So you may see them as having no purpose, and that is far from the truth because they have a huge purpose, and they have a huge desire, and their heart wants so badly to do something. But if we don't know what it is, then we see them as purposeless. Um. They're focused on just the paycheck. I mentioned this already. In and out, no added value, or I should say no extra added value. They're going to do what you told them to do and be done. They're not going to go above and beyond. They're not going to go the extra mile. 
Um, they just don't want to be bothered. Superficial and shallow. Now, all these words may sound negative, and they are not meant in the negative sense. They're meant to really make you think about why this person may be reacting um, that's those certain ways, um, why they may seem like they're you know, flat and have no purpose and they just don't care. And really, there's another reason. So can this change in these 2D employees or managers or owners? Absolutely. But that's all in the nurturing of the company. And that's where we come in saying, okay, what is it that I don't know about this person? It's not to go and get nosy and want to want to know all their business because some people are very, very private. But it's just really taking that extra step to um, have conversation, regular, everyday conversation, and get to know that person. Because they may have some really, really big dreams that you can help them achieve and you would never know because maybe they feel like nobody has ever cared or it's just not worth it. Or somebody could have told them sometime in their life that they just would never amount to anything. Just give it up, work for somebody their entire life, and and that's all that's all they have. And so um, this can absolutely change, but it is up to you. It's up to you as the manager, as the supervisor, as the owner. And I will say this, it is up to you even as the other employee. Because as co-workers, we can step in and encourage one another as well. Now let's jump into the three-dimensional employee, manager, owner, um, you, yourself, or anybody else. So the three-dimension employees or managers, they, they give the illusion of depth. This is where we talked about, you know, you can appear to be something, although your heart may not be in it. You can give that illusion of depth, like you really care, um, or you're proud of what you do. Um, they're available but they're not committed. So if you call them and you say, um, hey, listen, somebody called out. I really need somebody to come in. Can you do it? Can you be here by such and such time? Yeah, sure. I'll come in. We've all experienced this, right? Either ourselves or we've had employees have responded this way. Okay, yes. Just give me a few minutes. Let me let me get dressed. and And then they're there. But then we find out that they're not committed because now – they may be frustrated. They're upset. They didn't. They didn't want to be there in the first place. They, you know, it was their day off. Um, maybe they're not feeling well, and so we have imposed on a moment of their time, their own personal time. Um, and if it's not their full passion and desire to be there, because this isn't the last thing that they want to do in their life, um, and they have big dreams and goals, you've taken that time away from them. Not to say that if, you know, if we need people, we can't call on them, um, but understand if they re respond a certain way, or I should say if they react a certain way, um, that may be the reason. You have pulled them away from maybe they what they were doing in their own passion and desire for that day. Um, represented on a two-dimensional surface only demonstrating the illusion of depth when under pressure in enhanced situations. I have been here in this three-dimension employee position. I've come in when needed. I've tried to give my best. I really didn't want to be there. 
I knew corporate was coming in one day to monitor and to make sure we were doing everything right. And so I gave the illusion and I, I took a step above and did more than what was expected of me to make the company appear as though it was doing everything right. But I still didn't want to be there. So I did what I needed to because I knew I was being watched. But the moment corporate left, I put my guard down and I said, you know what, I'm going on a break or I'm going to lunch. Don't bother me. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I can't wait to get off this shift. And so I still had that urgency to just get out of there. I just wanted to go home um, because I was not doing what my passion and my purpose was. So moving on, and like I said, throughout the weeks, we'll go more into my personal story uh, to help give some some examples and some encouragement. But some other things for the three-dimension employee um, is the appearance of being described as a well-rounded person, um, an appearance of completeness or compl- or the complete package. Wow, that is an amazing, amazing employee. Where did you find them? Oh, yeah, they do such a great job, right? But in the background, they're still feeling a little underappreciated or not valued for all the hard work that they give. Um, They may be in the middle of a season. There's a lot of people that are going to school and working. There's a lot of people that are um, working two and three jobs. A lot of people that are working on their own business. That was me working on my own business and still working for somebody else. And so you're kind of stuck in the middle. You're stuck in between because you want, in a way, you want to give your all because that's just your heart to to still do a good job, right? Um, you have integrity. You still want to be the best that you can, but you're trying to give in another direction as well. So you're being pulled both ways. This is that three-dimension employee. I don't, I, I don't want to let them down. But I want to be able to give more to myself and, and what I'm working on in my dreams. And so they're stuck right in the middle. And they don't quite know how to explain it. They don't think anybody will understand. And so they carry that. They carry that load on their shoulders while they're trying to please everybody. Um, there's, there is some depth. But they easily fall back into that flat two-dimension state at times. And that's where we talk about feeling underappreciated. You're trying to give your all, but you're not really seeing an appreciation for it. And then you're over here on the side trying to do your own thing. And so you fall into the two dimension or the second dimension for just a little while. And then you're able to get yourself back up to that third dimension. Um, They're very true to life. True statement which will present evidence of whether they are committed or purposed in what they have been tasked with at work. Let me read that to you again. They're true to life, which will present evidence of whether they are committed or purposed in what they have been tasked with at work. What are their priorities and does the daily task fall in line with their purpose? So here's an example. Someone who loves helping others will portray excellence in customer service positions. So this comes back to me again. <clears throat> and maybe you can relate. Um, working at a grocery store and helping customers, I 
was frustrated with the position itself. But when someone asked me for help, it made my heart happy. I, I loved helping people. I wanted to serve them. What do you need? Oh, yes, ma'am, I can go get it. Oh, it's not a problem. No, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll be right back. And they were so grateful. And I think it was seeing more of the gratitude from the customers that really helped me to get up every morning and go back because I knew my customers were going to be there and that they were going to expect to see me. And if I wasn't there, I wasn't going to be able to see them and smile and wish them a great day. And, and so that's where my heart was. That's what kept me there. Which is part of the, if you know how to insert your passion into something that you're not, you're still not too crazy about, it makes it easier to live on purpose, even for just a moment. And so we're able to give our all, but at the end of the day, we're even more exhausted because we just had to push so hard through something, or I know I did. I had to push so hard through something, just being able to be grateful to be there and feel like I accomplished something and did something for that day and have a hope that I could do it all over again tomorrow uh, without getting frustrated at maybe my coworkers or my management or, you know, whatever it was that was going on being fussed at for taking too long to do my job because I was too busy helping a customer. There's no balance there. You know, I couldn't get my tax task done because a customer needed help. So there's all these things that really weigh heavy on people in their positions and feeling like um, they didn't do a good enough job when they just poured out everything they had, if that makes sense. So I want to jump into the fourth dimension here. Um, and this is that, that highest level of dimensions. Now we're getting into the employees and the managers who they understand the connection between space and time. So let me explain that a little better. Space and time are representative of position and season. So they understand the position and they understand the season. They have a clear understanding of the importance of adding massive, massive value to the position that they hold. Also understanding the time and the season they are in is relative to their purpose. So I want to say this first. That does not mean that they are the perfect employee who belongs right there in that position, they have found their place, their final resting place, they are done, they can do this for the rest of their life. That is not at all the case. When you talk about space and time, right, being in that space, being in that that position, being at that company, um, maybe even owning that company, it's understanding that the space and the time or the position and the season that you are currently in, we have to look at the right now. Not what happened last month, last year, 10 years ago. Not what's going to happen in the future, but we have to look at that time, that immediate time right in the now. It's understanding and knowing that you have a place and a position in this time and season. Now, what happens in the future may completely change 
Or you may find yourself somewhere where you never expected yourself to be, but you're still loving what you're doing. Um, an opportunity may come up. There is so much that could happen, but it's just understanding right now. So let me use my example again of working at the grocery store. I knew that I had a position and a season. When I walked into that place, I knew I was there in the midst of our family transition. Um, we were all transitioning positions, jobs, school, all kinds of stuff. And I decided to take a part-time job. Um, well, my family and I discussed it. And so I applied for a part-time job. I got full-time. Don't know how that happened, but they needed the help. Um, I walked in there saying I would only be in that place for one year. And all my coworkers that I told, they laughed and they chuckled and, uh, right, you know, I said that when I first came in, I've been here 16 years. I'm going on 10 years. And I'd say, nope, not me. One year. I will be here one year because I knew what God had spoke to my heart. <clears throat> when we made this decision, I knew it would only be one year. That's what was inside of me. Whether they believed it or not, that was on them. So I walked in there with intention and purpose every morning. No matter how hard it was, because it wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, but I walked in there um, giving everything that I had and remembering my heart is to serve people. So if I can come in here and be a blessing and serve people while doing my job, then I am fulfilling purpose in this moment and this time. When my one year was coming up and my husband and I talked about it, and he said it was time to just let it go. I walked into the office and I told them I will be giving my one month's notice. I'm going to give you all a month to the end of August. And, um, and then I'm gone. But I don't want anybody to know. This is between me and you, my management team. And that's it. And if anybody finds out, I'm coming back to you. Because I know I told you I wanted it confidential. So we kind of laughed about that. And um, when my last day came, I walked out of there saying, bye, <laughs> see y'all soon. And nobody knew. My last day was at the end of August. My one-year anniversary would have been within that first week of September. So I walked out of there with a smile on my face knowing that I had fulfilled the time and the purpose in that season that I was supposed to be there. And I walked away entering into the next season. So we can be on that fourth dimension level. We can be working with purpose and intention. And we can be giving our all knowing that it's not our final place. So you have to be able to recognize that in your employees as well. And knowing that um, they may not be with you forever. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in Finding someone who does such a wonderful job and we just want to hold on to them forever. We want to just bring them straight into our family <laughs> and own them in a, in a good way. There's some people that want to own them in a bad way, but we want to hold on to them and, and never share them with anybody else because they've done so many great things for us. But we have to learn that when we open up our hands and release the thing that is in our hands, when it's time for it to go or time for them to go, speaking of employees, 
that wouldn't you have enough faith to believe that just as that one person was brought to you, others would come that can do just as good of a job, if not better. Or maybe even figuring I need to utilize this person who is doing so many great things for us to help train those that are under them or that are just coming in to do things the same way they do them. So that when it is time for them to go, if that time ever comes, I have people that have been trained by someone that I love, that I trust, that I am so grateful for, that I value. And I can release them to go do something even greater instead of being selfish and allow these other people that have a heart to serve the same way to move up into that position. And so those are our three dimensions that we are looking at. Um, I mentioned that there is a fifth dimension. I like to see the fifth dimension as um, that ownership level. It is the person who carries the vision. It is a person who knows and values um, the perp, the mission, the purpose of that company. Um, and I want to give you a quick definition of what a fifth dimension is, just so you can see why why I look at it that way. But it says the fifth dimension is is a micro dimension which is accepted in physics and mathematics. It's here to have a nice and seamless tie between gravity and electromagnetism or the main fundamental forces. So I I pull the two words out of there, gravity and electromagnetism. It is a person who is grounded because that gravity, right? They are grounded. They are standing firm and they are magnetic. They draw people to them. And how do we draw people to us? It's through our character, our attitude, our integrity, um, our encouragement. There are so many different positive words we can put there. But it's being magnetic and having gravity, being grounded. And so I like to see the fifth dimension as um, the owner who, who has the vision, So I always offer this list of different characteristics. Um, In my position, it's my job to actually train uh, the staff of my clients and uh, different companies that I work with. But it's my job to actually train your staff. And and that means your employees and your management. Because like I said, it comes from the head all the way down. Um, And not only identifying these characteristics, but knowing that none of them are negative in creating, um, but they're used in creating a nurturing environment. And so, and this doesn't, I know when we hear that word nurturing, a lot of people want to think like babying, it's like a mother (laughs) being nurturing to her child. No, it's really caring. It's just caring about the individual, not seeing them as an, just an employee, but really caring about them as an individual. Um, And I also believe that anyone can discover for themselves or even help others discover where they fit in in this um, tapestry type of your company. Even if they discover in the process that they do not fit, a relationship has, has still successfully been established in order to help them find the right place even outside of your company. And so they, the employee themselves may go, what am I doing here? Why am I even here? I don't understand. You know, I wish I were doing something else. 
they may recognize that, but being a nurturing company and being um, a business that cares for your people, you have still created a relationship, established a relationship between yourself and them, um, a lasting relationship. Other relationships may come out of that, you know, in the future. And so we don't know what we're really connecting together when we just take time to connect with individuals. I want to speak to the CEOs and the business owners for just a moment. And I just want to tell you, you have the great ability and position to help guide those who come to you for employment, whether they fit in or not. And this is always according to your company standards. I understand that there's standards, there's different rules, there's maybe different ways that um, your individual company operates, but you have that ability and that great position to help guide them when they come to you for an employment. If they fit in, great. If they don't, we're able to, and I say we because we're all owners of our own companies, right? We're able to look at that person and say, is there something else that I could be doing or should be doing? Um, Is there another position or place in my company that I feel they would be greater? Or is there somebody else I know that could use them because I know they have a passion to do this and maybe instead of just letting them go and then being left on their own, have a transition ready for them. So um, maybe they love, you know, doing uh, manufacturing work and they're over here working in a grocery store and you know a manufacturer, an owner, and they need someone. And so you say, you know what, i this person, they don't really seem happy over here. I don't think they they really want to be here, but I know for a fact they have a passion for this. Can you use somebody? Maybe they can come in as an intern. Maybe you can give them, you know, like a trial period. Um, I'd really love to see what they do because I, that I've seen they have an interest in that. And then they end up being the greatest employee that could have ever been pushed in that direction. And now your connection is so excited and grateful. And all you did was identify what it was that that person truly loved to do. What an amazing thought and feeling, right? Just to know that we're helping people find their purpose. So since I mentioned the tapestry um, of our companies, let's talk a little bit about what I mean. And I just real quick, before we finish today, I want to share my own personal experience with you just to kind of better explain. So after many years of, in ministry, um, I believe I finally understand my identity, my purpose, and my position. And those are some big words for me. Knowing my identity, who I am, what I was created for, my purpose, and my position, what it is that I love to do. So just a little background. My husband and I, we served for so many years in different ministries, both uh, separate, you know, before we got married. married, And um, together, after we met, we both grew up in church thinking that we had to serve in every capacity possible. I mean, every capacity. <laughs> if we felt we had a talent or we felt tugged in a certain direction, we felt we had to be... In every bit of ministry that was offered where we knew we would enjoy ourselves and God would be pleased and, you know, the church would, uh, we would be able to help the church and the ministry. I mean, we were busy. 
and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, we used our our God-given talents to minister to others. And that was always a joy. You know, you love being able to give back. So we gave and gave and gave, and it was always, always very rewarding to see others come to know Christ because of our sacrifices. Um, but we still felt somewhat out of place. And that's hard because you're there and you're seeing different lives touched and you feel good about what you're doing, but you still kind of feel out of place. It's like, well, why do I feel this way? Have you ever done something? And I want you to think about this. And it's not bad to, to think it out or to feel bad about it, but have you ever done something and you knew it touched or blessed someone else, but you still felt like you were missing something? And I want to lay my heart out there and say, God still used us in great ways. But we were only fitting into the tapestry of ministry by looking for an open space to fill rather than asking God where he needed us to be. Many times we just filled an open gap because there was a need and we didn't ask God where it was that he really wanted us to be. So, the bottom line is we can feel we can we can live our life filling in the gaps where someone else may not yet be or we can ask God to direct us to the place in which he created us to be. A tapestry, and let me just paint this picture for you, but a tapestry has many beautiful colors. But what happens if I'm a purple thread trying to fit into the blue stitches already sewn? Can you imagine that? There's this beautiful pattern of just blue threads and everything. And I'm this purple thread that just comes in and I'm trying to just fit in. I may help in holding it together. But if I'm just a single thread, not in the proper place, I'm going to eventually unravel and leave the rest of the tapestry with an open gap needing to be filled again. Can you see that? I'm going to come in and temporarily stitch up that hole and tighten it up. But at some point, because I am not originally connected to that blue stitching, I'm going to end up unraveling. I'm going to loosen up over time. I'm going to pull away. And I'm going to end up leaving a big hole all over again. And somebody else is going to have to come in and fill it. So the bottom line is, is we have to find our proper place And then we may operate to our fullest and what God has created us to do. So throughout these seasons, we may be filling in a gap. We may be filling in a hole. And we may be doing a great job of it. But when time is up, it's up. And when it's time to move, we need to move. So that somebody else can step in and do a great job at what it is that they have to offer. And bring value to that thing or to that place or that position um, as we move on to maybe help somewhere else and fill in another gap. Or actually find our place, our proper place in what it is that we're supposed to be doing. Throughout my life, I've done so many different things. But I've learned that the one thing that really brings me joy, that makes me happy is being able to teach and encourage. 
Now, does that mean I have to go and be a teacher in a school system? No. Do I have to stand on a stage and speak to millions of people? No. Do I have to um, have my own studio and classroom? No. Can I do all of these things? Yes. I can do any of them at any capacity in any place, whether it's one person sitting in front of me or a good hundred thousand people sitting in front of me, but I'm still going to pour out the same heart that I have in teaching and encouraging because there's so much that we have to learn and there's so much encouragement that needs to be given in order for people to feel like they have a purpose and a place and a position in what they are doing so that they can continue to add value in everything that they do. So in everything that I've done in my life, I have always inserted the purpose of my life, my identity is in God and my identity and my purpose and, and my position is to help train and teach people, but to encourage them because do I know everything? No, I don't, but I can help you understand. And so as business owners, if we take the same position and say, do I know everything? No. Can I teach you what I do know? Yes. Do I want to help you? Yes. And we help to add value to those that are working for us so that they feel appreciated. They give so much more. They grow and they learn. And they're able to move and step into the next season when it's time. So that is all for today. Um, I just wanted to teach you about the dimensions, how to identify. We're going to get into some other topics next week. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, I am so excited. Share your thoughts, and I cannot wait to talk to you again.